Welcome everybody to season four of the Party Like a Marketer podcast produced and sponsored by the Cannabis Marketing Association. I'm your host, Lisa Buffo, the founder and CEO of the Cannabis Marketing Association. And I am joined today with Emily Wells, our CMA's membership manager. Emily, I'm glad you're back on the podcast. Thank you. I'm stoked to be back. It's been a second. It has. And it is January 2023, which means we are coming up on um, the new year and all of our new programming and the industry is in a different place than it was when we wrapped season three. We've seen a um, some economic fear, if you will, where we're seeing a lot of layoffs in the cannabis industry and tech and more broadly, which means that marketing budgets are tightening. And, you know, things have changed. We're seeing new tools in the market like chat GPT. And again, we're just, you know, the landscape's changed a bit, which means that we need to respond as marketers in lockstep with what's happening and try to be as proactive about what's going on as possible. So we've been hearing from all of you, our members and our listeners about what's happening. And we are programming the next six months, at least, um, to address those concerns and talk about it. So today for our kickoff for season four, we're going to talk a bit about what we've got in the pipeline for CMA. We're going to talk a bit more about some of these issues we're seeing as far as how to continue to invest in marketing and even scale and be successful in your marketing efforts during times when uh, that might be a little bit more scary and how to set up teams for success. So- awesome. Yeah, let's see. Let's get into it. So where should we start? So we've got our Future of Cannabis Marketing event, which is our annual TED-style half-day virtual conference that we do. In the years past, we've done it in early to mid-January. This year, we're doing it on February 7th to give everyone some time to sort of come back from the holidays. And this is one of my favorite events of the year because we get to have the time in this space to envision where we want to go. And there's a lot of talk in this, in cannabis about building the industry we want, right? Like we have an opportunity as a new industry that has only been around for the last 10 or so years uh, from a legal perspective and to build something new and different, but it moves so fast, right? We know the joke about one year in cannabis is like dog years or it's seven years in any other industry. And like anything, when things move fast, sometimes you're so heads down executing that it's hard to see the forest from the trees. And there isn't as much time to sort of sit and strategize and reevaluate. So we have really used this event as the time to say, what new ideas does the industry need to consider? And what does the future look like? And can we be intentional about it? So it's less of an instructional event around how to, but time to explore new ideas, new concepts, you know, see what's worked in other spaces and see how that can be applied in the cannabis industry. Amazing. I'm really excited about this. This is always one of my favorite annual events too. And it's always really serendipitous timing at the beginning of the year. Uh, so we can really set those, those forward-looking plans and get started right away. It is. It is. And this is our third year doing it. Our third year. Our third year. Third year, and it was only, well, it was two years ago. Last, not like 2023, in 2021, the first year we did it, um, 
I'll never forget that time, but that was when, as many of you know, our good friend Corvain Cooper, who keynoted at the Cannabis Marketing Summit, if you were with CMA in 2020, we did a series of letter writing campaigns to him when he was a constituent of Last Prisoner Project. And um, at the time, he was serving a life sentence for nonviolent cannabis charges with, without the chance of parole in a uh, federal facility in Louisiana, um, even though he's based in California and his family was there. And we were writing letters to him to let him know we were thinking about him and advocating for him. Um, and he was actually miraculously granted clemency on January 20th, the last day of the former president's um, presidency of 2021. And it coincided with this event. And I remember we were, there was a social media campaign and push to get uh, signatures on, on the change.org uh, petition that was going around and advocate and write to the administration at the time for clemency. And um, it worked. It happened. And I got the news the night after we did after the event, we wrapped the event mid afternoon. It was like two or three o'clock mountain time. And I remember getting the phone call from our dear friend, Anthony, that evening that um, he Corvain was granted clemency and, you know, he was going to be released and Anthony was on his way to Louisiana. And um, that was just, I'll never, that was one of, if not the single biggest highlight of the decade in my whole career in Canada. Absolutely. That was, that was the most special moment. And so, so grateful to, to be included in it. And I'll never, I'll never forget it either. And then to have him speak at the summit was amazing and keynote and share his story on stage. Um, and if you aren't familiar with his story, you guys can actually watch our keynote. We made that public on our YouTube channel. So we've got that there. Uh, with Corvain. And we also did a podcast episode with him shortly after he was released in 2021. I believe it's in season one, but we can link it in the description of this episode, but you can watch those videos and learn more about his story and supporting his brand 40 times. But this event will always remind me of that day and that moment. And on a, on a personal level that day, reminded me that miracles are absolutely possible and happen and they do happen. Um, so there's always kind of good energy and good vibes around the future of cannabis marketing. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more right on. So coming back to this year, uh, what, what session topics can our attendees anticipate? So this year we, like all of our content, we allow our members to apply and sort of submit their ideas. And then we have a committee review those ideas and decide a committee made up of our members, you know, which ones are new, which ones are exciting and which ones fit this stage. So we've got five speakers this year. Um, and one of them is on bud tender, basically the future of bud tenders in this space um, and investing in bud tender. So uh, that's going to be Jonathan McFarland, who is the senior director of marketing at Roll Pros. And his talk is called the forgotten linchpins of our industry and how marketers are missing the mark. And the short version is we've We'll, we'll save the, the mystery for you all at the event, but it's really about investing in butt tenders as the key to success for both retailers and brands. And Jonathan did a study on this. So he actually opens the talk with some empirical data from this study that surveyed butt tenders um, and brands and retailers um, across the country. So he presents that data and then talks about strategies that are used for um, those business owners to empower their bud tenders to then thus empower their sales and revenue. And he uses some examples from Disney 
and other corporations um, that sort of reflect this mindset and mentality. And it's interesting because I had a conversation with a uh, member earlier today about how, you know, it's it's often easy for us in the industry to think like we're doing something totally new and these things have never been done before. And yeah, there's a degree to that, but a lot of these problems are just business problems. They're they're problems that are not industry specific. Um, you can find them in, you know, MBA case studies and, and textbooks. And so we can really benefit from learning and studying those and applying those solutions and best practices to this space at this time with the unique lens that we have about what is different. But the problems can be very similar in this sense of empowering those at the point of sale at retail to be advocates for the brands and for the stores themselves um, is not new and it has been figured out before. So that's Jonathan's talk that I'm really excited about. I'm excited about that too. I feel like bud tender education and engagement has been a hot but uh, elusive topic in the industry. So I'm excited to see where Jonathan takes it and uh, how our, our audience can be inspired and apply it to their own brands. And he's actually kicking off the event. So he's going to be the first talk um, on Tuesday, February 7th, he's going to be talking at 11 a.m. So we start with Bud Tender, uh, the forgotten linchpins of our industry and how marketers are missing the mark. And then we go into hearing from another CMO of a cannabis brand. And that is Catherine Wolf, who is the CMO and COO, Chief Operating Officer of Malik's Premium Cannabis, which is a premium Colorado cannabis brand um, that's in all across the state. It has deep penetration in the market there. Um, if you're familiar with the brand, they've got these bright pink imagery. You'll see the bright pink joint tubes and bright pink Malik signage, but they've got really unique and distinct branding. Um, and Kat's the, the genius behind that. But she's going to be talking about experiential marketing, the future of engaged cannabis consumers for brands and retailers. And similar to Jonathan's talk, Kat gives us um, a deep dive into some of the data behind experiential marketing, but also how can brands implement it in a way that is going to allow them to remain competitive. And we've seen, you know, the, the given that we're coming off the heels of a pandemic, which in some ways feels like forever ago when we were in lockdown and whatnot, but in others was really not that long where you know, we had a few years where there were no events. There were there was not experiential marketing in real life. Um, but now that we're on the other side of it, we get to sort of re-envision experiential marketing and how we connect um, during these times and what that looks like and how to build that relationship again. And so Kat talks about some of her lessons learned in that space and what's worked for Malik's um, and offers that, that those insights. And part of why I like this style is Ted style is really, I mean, their, their slogan is ideas worth spreading. Um, so if, if the heart of the concept is presenting new ideas and in that format, you know, it can be like any idea we, you hear from um, psychologists, you hear from athletes, you hear from people of all different walks of life and different professions. Given that here we're a bit niche as far as cannabis marketing and cannabis marketers, um, there's room for these new ideas, but also room within these talks to talk a bit about how to get there and why it's important and what the future could look like. So Kat does a really good job um, of giving insight to that. And she's also a former or, or past speaker at the Cannabis Marketing Summit. Thrilled to have Kat back and uh, 
again, thrilled for our audience to, to get a taste of the various activations Malik's been up to the last year here in Denver. They've done some really awesome things. And uh, again, I think they'll, they'll leave inspired and motivated to apply it to their own brands. And Kat's got a unique lens because she's the CMO and the COO. So she understands both the strategy behind it, but also the operations. And experiential marketing is very much so at that intersection because it, it requires physical people power to go out, create create an experience, um, and then be able to justify it so that you can justify the spend moving forward. So I, I think she's the perfect person to, to speak on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, our third topic uh, is going to be customer data ownership. Do you want to talk a little bit about the speaker and and flesh out the, the topic? Yes. So that speaker is Naima Abdi, who is a digital marketing specialist at Above the Fray Design. Um, and Above the Fray, they are, they do kind of their full stack agency as far as the services they provide, but they are uh, designers, they are tech folks, and um, Naima really has good insight and strategy behind this. This is what she, you know, geeks out on all day as a digital marketing specialist. So her talk is called Cannabis Marketing Secrets, How to Own Your Data and Scale Your Results. And she, I learned a lot from her talk, actually, and her talk was one of those where I heard it, and then I went back and looked at what we're doing at CMA and thought about how we can pivot and adjust our strategy, even though we're not a brand or retailer. But, you know, as we're, you know, we had mentioned, right, we've got chat GPT, we've got all these new tools coming in and technology, like anything is growing exponentially and, you know, arguably faster than we as humans can keep up with. I feel like I'm constantly learning, even as a, a millennial and someone who sort of grew up with technology, like, Whenever our CRM gets new features, you have to learn it. And even if I feel like I'm ahead of the curve and we're doing the most cutting edge stuff, there's still always something on that bleeding edge that you can benefit from. But she talks about issues of privacy and ownership in data. Um, and when it comes to brands and retailers, and particularly those who need really thorough tech solutions to um, do their inventory, to do their point of sale, to communicate with their customers and to be able to track, to do loyalty programs, to track all that, who owns the data, who benefits the most from it, um, and how can you really create a tech stack and a solution that is going to allow you as the business owner to make informed decisions. So she talks about um, some of the issues around that and how to think about it. And I'm forgetting the exact language she used now. Um, you'll have to watch her talk to see, but she also talked about like creating a, um, gosh, I'm forgetting the word, but like a model that really you own and you can sort of piece together. Um, it's a framework. Do you know the word I'm talking about that she used? I don't want to make it up. I know. I know. Basically, can you put piece technology together where you really own your data and it works for you and have a framework around it versus some of these all-in-one solutions out there where they may make it easier, supposedly from a user experience perspective, but um, you don't own that data and how much of that do you really control? So she goes into this and gives the audience a good framework for how to think about it. Um, and talks about where, the, again, the future is heading. And I think any talk about the future of technology, I know you and I were just riffing before we started recording for the podcast about, you know, with chat GPT and even self-driving cars, we were 
we were warned about these things as a society a decade ago, and we didn't really talk about them and understand their implications. And now we're even seeing in marketing, and I'm talking with you know other marketers who they don't need as much of a marketing team because there's AI tools that do, they're writing SEO optimized blog posts. They are you know, making designs, they are doing things that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you needed a full team for. So um, really excited for this talk and to sort of think about the future of marketing within cannabis at that intersection of data and usability. Right on another, another hugely valuable session. And uh, Nema's got a, a fantastic um, stage presence about her and some awesome personal anecdotes. Uh, it'll be a super entertaining session for sure. Yeah, she does. She does. Okay. And then after her, we have Elizabeth Corbett, Canabeth, who is the VP of sales for AE Global. And Beth, I'm really excited to hear from her. She's had a really long and deep career in packaging, and she's got uh, stories for days working with big corporations, Fortune 500s, Fortune 100s, helping them in packaging in all different ways, whether it's big box retail stores um, to the work that she's doing in cannabis now. So we arguably couldn't find a more informed expert as far as packaging um, than Beth. And we're really lucky to have her in the, the cannabis space and her perspective. But of course, the, the hot button topic in packaging is sustainability. Given our regs and how things are, packaging in this space can be and is incredibly wasteful. Um, and that's something that needs to be fixed for many reasons, the minimum that we're in the, the midst of and deep into a climate emergency. Um, and we need less waste. It needs, and it needs to make sense. So, but sustainable packaging can be, um, you know, there's issues of greenwashing that we see, you know, nationwide cannabis as well, as far as there being sustainable solutions to various business problems or consumer problems that actually maybe aren't so sustainable. Um, and then there's the issue of cost, right? Like plastic made from oil and gas is uh, cheap, sustainable packaging. What does that look like? How do you implement it in a cost-effective way and within the cannabis industry environment where, um, you know, I, we've seen in Colorado, for example, where they'll change the packaging regs and then someone or a business who ordered, you know, 100,000 units of something, they're no longer usable and they have to scrap that and start over. So how can you have sustainable packaging? How do we create that industry-wide change? But Beth's talk is really focused on the individual level. How can the business um, do that? What needs to be considered? And how how do you think about that triple bottom line perspective where it benefits the company's bottom line, but also people and the planet um, and getting to that, that next step and making it more actionable. So I'm really excited to hear from her because she, I mean, she's the expert on this. She knows. She is. She absolutely is the expert. And um, yeah, I'm glad to, to get the cross section of, of sustainability and uh, what folks are really able able to achieve uh, as far as, as packaging regulations are concerned. And she opens, I believe she opens with a story um, that she told us in our prep talks and from what we've seen of her talk that she opens with a really awesome story that um, I think is going to connect with the audience right away. So I'm excited for everybody to hear that. I think so too. Looking forward to it as well. And last but certainly not least, uh, let's hear a little bit about our fifth speaker.
So our fifth speaker, Michael Diaz Rivera, is the owner of Better Days Delivery. Um, and his topic is to be determined. It's going to be a surprise topic for you all um, that we will announce before the event, but we want to create a little bit of mystery around it. So um, Michael's story is, so his topic is coming, but Michael has a really interesting um, story because he's also formerly incarcerated for marijuana possession, but he now has um, a business Better Days Delivery that's based in Colorado. Um, and Michael's also a former educator. So he was a teacher for years. Um, so he's got this depth of experience as far as his personal story, um, being a teacher. And I always think teachers make phenomenal speakers and presenters because if you can digest anything um, to children and do that professionally, uh, it, it's going to be you know, part of Ted's style is hearing from good speakers and good presenters. So he's definitely in that category. And he's got the story um, that he has turned into uh, a mission as far as what he's doing at Better Days Delivery and, um, you know, what he's trying to accomplish in the state of Colorado. So Michael's talk, we will, uh, you guys will be surprised to find out what he's talking about, but he is our last speaker and um, we'll be hearing from him at the middle of the event. So, and he's also Colorado based and a former summit speaker. So if you came to the Cannabis Marketing Summit last June, you could have heard um, some of his story as well, but really interesting perspective that he has um, on all sides of this uh, to talk about the future. And when we talked with Michael, he actually was almost selected, I believe, and had applied to speak to be a TEDx speaker in Denver. Um, but uh, I think he said they, you know, they didn't think he had enough experience or couldn't speak right. So, which is crazy and their loss, but our gain. So we're really excited to hear from him um, in this. Yeah. yeah. Thrilled to have him back on the CMA stage and also really excited to hear, uh, you know, from the, from the delivery perspective, I think, um, you know, that's brand new to us here in Colorado, but uh, to emerging and existing markets all over. Um, so I think that'll be a, a unique and exciting perspective as well. It is because delivery is, it's easy to think about, you know, depending on where you are. I definitely lean more having a Colorado lens on this space, even though we have national that, okay, there's brands and there's retailers, but in California, delivery is a massive um, part of the equation that that's who a lot of folks yeah. interact with is the delivery drivers. It's not the bud tenders necessarily, but it is another point of contact with the brands um, that touches at the heart of the whole supply chain and the whole ecosystem as far as uh, where do you get it from and what's the brand that's producing out the product itself. So I agree that I think his perspective in delivery, um, which is definitely the future. I mean, there's, if we've seen, you know, take cannabis out of it over the last 20, 30 years, we've gone from being a retail heavy in-person society to a delivery, um, almost like what's the word, but just instant gratification where I can order something on Amazon and, you know, I, I can literally two days is almost long at this point. I can, you can even select like instant delivery same day and order things and have it within hours, um, depending on where you live. So, um, and cannabis is, is no different. Absolutely. Absolutely. So earlier we had kind of touched a little bit on, um, just overarching themes for CMA this year and, kind of doing doing more with less. Um, do you want to dive into what's next as far as our, our programming for this year? 
Yeah, so we are um, working on our programming through the end of the year and our summit itself this year is really going to be focused on that concept. And there's a famous, uh, I believe it's a Warren Buffett quote that says, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. And now is we're definitely seeing that where uh, it, it is a time of fear economically. Um, you know, we, we're in inflationary times. We're in wartime, frankly, if you think about the broader global supply chain. Um, and we're seeing that impact businesses as what, as far as what they can spend. Um, and, you know, with this round of layoffs that we've been seeing happening in the tech sector and in cannabis as well, um, capital markets have dried up, you know, startups that have relied on being able to consistently fundraise are struggling right now. And there's much more pressure on teams across the board to do more with less, show return with less and give bigger results with less. So we're really leaning into that um, and wanting to help defend marketing and be proactive about it because it tends to be the first to get cut when times get tough, which, you know, as a business owner myself, I understand, you know, when you're dealing with a cash flow problem and in this industry is even more pronounced because, uh, you know, often clients and folks don't, vendors don't pay on time. Um, you've got to, you got to do what you got to do to stay in business. And when it's time to, to trim, you know, these things come up, but how can we really start to change the conversation around marketing as an investment and marketing as something that is going to pay off in the future that does have a longer runway as far as return. Um, but also that doesn't mean to say, you know, make decisions blindly, like you got to do what you got to do sometimes. So how can you do more with less? How can you be scrappier about your spend and hold high results for seeing that return on investment? Um, you know, sometimes saying to your CFO, oh, this is going to give us brand awareness is, is not enough. Um, so we're going to be focusing our programming and our content on that, on how do you be greedy when others are fearful? How do you, but do it in a smart way, right? Like how do you defend what you're doing? Make smart and informed data-driven decisions that are ultimately once we're in a more um, comfortable economic time, you'll be smarter for the, you'll be, you'll be smarter on the other side of it. These, these times are the times when people and companies can be tested and how you respond when things are difficult um, can often mean Again, you'll be smarter and scrappier on the other side. So we want to acknowledge that. We want to help marketers who are already stretched thin. Many of us are burned out from you know life and the way things are and the way things have been over the past couple of years. So we're going to be focusing our content on that. We'll be talking about strategy. We'll be talking about uh, marketing budgets, how to address them. Um, but the other big topic that keeps coming up is, again, leveraging some of these AI tools for the positive. Um, how can you leverage, you know, things like chat GPT and Jasper and create good content management systems so that you can keep moving forward in your initiatives, but um, save time and money where you can with the tools that make sense that are free or low cost for now. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds with that. But um, these are all things that, again, the more proactive we can be, the, the more prepared we're going to be for the problems of tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh I feel just as passionately about the summit as I do the future of Canvas marketing. So I'm really excited for that to, to make its in-person return again this year too. Me too. And we should also mention that it is a virtual event. 
Um, and what we do is we, it's a half day. So we do three, we do uh, virtual networking and opening. So we do an hour where you do speed networking one-on-one -on -one in small groups, which if you're a CMA member and you've come to any of our monthly gather rounds, that's what we do. So we'll be doing a gather round in the morning for an hour. So you can actually get to know other folks and you're not just sitting on a, a Zoom call and have that interaction. Um, you'll hear from our, our sponsors who get two minutes to speak to the audience during that gather round. Basically, you'll be able to make those connections in the morning. I will do um, opening remarks and kick off the event. You'll also hear from our host committee. So those are the folks who help select these presentations and these topics and helped us uh, make this event happen. Um, so they'll, they put together a little welcome video, which basically you'll get to see their faces and hear from them. And the host committee is going to say to everybody, um, you know, what where they think the future of cannabis marketing is going. And sidebar on that too, we're all, we also, at the end of the, every event, um, and this one in particular, put together a whole post of resources. So any books that are mentioned, any studies that are mentioned, all the slides, we put together a, like basically a blog post that will send all attendees that has links to all those resources. But we asked our host committee, what are their top three tips for how to, you know, survive marketing in a downturn? Um, so we'll be sending that out too, but the host committee is going to be sending us that. Um, so we'll have that piece of content for you. And then we go into the five talks. We do three in the morning. We take a short break for lunch and then two early afternoon. And then we wrap up the event with some closing remarks. Each talk we do, uh, they're roughly 18 to 20 minutes per speaker. So each of them has a half hour slot where you hear from their talk. And then we do a live Q&A. So the audience can actually um, drop their questions and I interview them and we talk about we ask questions and we, we talk about their talk. Um, and that's the event. And so we do five of those and then we send you all the, the videos as well as the recap resources. Um, but all of this is recorded and available to the attendees. So if you can only make half a day or you even can't make the event live itself, you will still have access to everything. We put it on our website in a uh, password protected area. So if you're an attendee and you've got a ticket, we'll create that login for you and you can still access all those resources. So if you are busy or have got other things going on on the 7th, um, do keep that in mind that this is still a digital product for you. And in addition to all that, we have got three hours of bonus content on SEO led by uh, Jeremy Johnson, who's been a very active and engaged CMA member. He is an expert, if I've met an expert in SEO, and he did a series of uh, basically classes for us. So we've got three hour-long webinars that Jeremy did um, describing SEO strategy, in particular for retailers, but really the principles are the same. So the first one is on overall content strategy and SEO strategy, how to rank on Google, and then we do a session on um, technical SEO and then another one on on-page SEO and product-based SEO. So you'll get three extra hours of bonus content on SEO, in addition to the resources guide and blog, in addition to the host committee video and all five of the TED style talks with the Q&A from the speakers themselves. So it really is a lot of value, both active and passive um, and your schedule. While you will ideally be free on the 7th, if you can't make it, you'll still get access to everything. So you want to get your ticket regardless. Right on. So brief recap, we're live from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. on February 7th. Um, and all of our registered attendees, regardless of whether or not they make the live event, 
uh, will receive plenty of, of resources, recaps, um, and recordings following the event. Uh, make sure you get your early bird ticket before prices go up next Monday at 11.59 p.m. That's Mountain Time. Um, and you can do that at thecannabismarketingassociation.com backslash summits backslash future of cannabis marketing 2023. And it's on our homepage. And next money, Monday is January 30th. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's next week. I know. <laughs> so um, that's the time to get it. And if you are interested in sponsoring, we still have a sponsorship available. Um, so that is uh, all that information is going to be on our website. Sponsors get admission to the event for up to five of their staff members. They get a few minutes to address the audience during speed networking, and they'll get their logo link and mentions on all of the event pages and promo materials across our social media cha uh, channels, where we've got over 25,000 followers and our newsletter, um, where we've got uh, thousands of targeted cannabis marketing contacts. So if you're interested, check that out on the website. All that information is there. And anything else you want to close with, Emily? Gosh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but super, super excited to see everybody back for our third future this year. Um, and even more excited to see everybody as we continue to program out our 2023 and at the summit. And we will, and if you're not a CMA member, consider joining uh, you get discounts on all of our big events and all of our regular webinars are included in your membership, as well as our monthly um, networking that we do. And we will link to all of the speakers LinkedIn's in this podcast episode in the description. If you're listening, you can always watch. We do record these over video um, and we post the videos on YouTube. So if you're more of a visual person, you can watch the conversations on YouTube or you can listen on Spotify, Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and on our website as well. But we will link in the description um, the event site as well as LinkedIn's of all the speakers so you can learn a little bit more about them and their background and the topics. Perfect. And follow us on social media, at Canna Marketing on Instagram. Uh, we're also active on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Yay. Well, cheers to the start of season four. Yes. And thanks and for having Yeah. Thank you, Emily. And thank, thank you to our listeners. We will see you um, as the season rolls on and we speak with more of our members. And if you have any questions, thoughts, feedback, um, let us know. You can DM us on Instagram or shoot us an email, info at marketingcannabis.org. We'd love to hear what topics you're interested in, what speakers you want to hear from, um, and how we can help the cannabis marketing community. So please engage with us. We really, we really do listen to you um, and, and respond. So Thank you, and we'll see you all next week.